Roblox is taking over the world. You may be thinking, Roblox? That's just a video game for kids, right? But in a couple of years, we might actually be spending more time in Roblox than we do in real life. Going to school inside Roblox, having business meetings, going to the doctor, and straight up doing most of our day-to-day -day activities in Roblox. Or at least, that's what the Roblox developers are hoping. Now, a lot of you may already know what Roblox actually is, but I'm sure many of you are yet unfamiliar with it. So in this video, I'm going to try and balance a couple of different things. One, do a brief history of how Roblox came to garner over 200 million monthly active users, kind of on the back of child labor, but we'll get to that in a second. And two, discuss the larger phenomenon of the so-called metaverse and why companies like Facebook, Decentraland and Roblox themselves are rushing to become the global standard for this upcoming technological paradigm shift. I'm sorry, am I disturbing you, Wilfer? Let me see, what have you got there? <laughs> Mobile Premier League, huh? Well, it looks like you're having fun. Oh, shoot! And you're earning money for the games you're winning? That's right, Mobile Premier League is sponsoring this video and here's why you should probably go check them out. MPL is a gaming app where you can play games like Pool, Solitaire, Fruit Chop, to name a few. Based on your skill level, you get matched up with similar players and you can even compete in multiplayer tournaments or head-to-head -head battles. The games themselves are fun on their own, but on top of that, you can actually earn cash for every game that you win. It's easy to withdraw your winnings either by bank transfer or PayPal. It's super convenient. And if you download the MPL app right now, you get a $5 sign-up bonus if you use my custom link below. You essentially get $5 for free. MPL is free to download and it's available for iOS on the App Store and on the MPL website for Android. So head on over to download the app using my custom link on screen right now and in the description. And let me know in the comments what's your favorite game to play on the app. Thanks to Mobile Premier League for sponsoring us. Now let's get back into the video. The concept for Roblox actually originated in 1997. Long before the actual launch, David Bazuki and Eric Cassell had been working for several years on this project which was initially titled Dynablox. The idea behind it was to have a sort of virtual playground that you could entirely customize yourself, both visually as well as functionally. In 2004, however, they decided to change the name from Dynablox to Roblox to have it be more memorable. And in 2006, they launched the platform to the public for the first time. What was unique about Roblox was that it wasn't a video game per se. It was a toolkit that allowed anyone with time on their hands to create their own game, nowadays referred to as a so-called experience, limited only by their imagination. And it was a massive success. Whether people joined to build a game or to play one of the infinite amounts of games already available, Roblox continues to grow in popularity at a mind-numbing rate. Just in 2020 alone, almost 900 million accounts were created. Many of them may well be alternate accounts, but even still, over 200 million unique users active play Roblox every month. But just as Uncle Ben would say, with great power comes great responsibility. And the fulminating success of Roblox has opened up a very interesting moral dilemma. You see, Roblox, more than anything else, is a creative platform. Kind of like YouTube, except instead of publishing videos, you're publishing a full-on experience. They offer you the tools to create a game, as well as the discovery features that will bring an audience to the game that you've created. But the sole reason why Roblox is thriving is due to the many millions of talented young individuals creating these experiences. Many of them not even in high school yet. And the way these child 
developers are being rewarded leaves very much to be desired. While Epic Game Store and Microsoft are competing over which one can give out a higher revenue share to entice developers and keep them happy, Roblox takes three quarters of the revenue generated from the games they host. Not only that, but with the implementation of their own in-game currency called the Robux, they limit the amount of actual currency they have to give away. You see, with $100, you can buy 10,000 Robux. But if you've generated 10,000 Robux with a game you've developed, the exchange rate to have it withdrawn to US dollars will take it down to just $35. How they're legally allowed to have such a huge spread beats me, but it does seem to be working for them. Not to mention you can't even withdraw it if you have less than 100,000 Robux. Additionally, in recent years, it's become increasingly difficult for small-time developers to make it onto the discovery page. An investigation by YouTube channel People Make Games shows how unfair this distribution is for someone who doesn't already have a large audience. These kids are not just hobbyists. They're doing real work that is driving the value of one of the biggest video game publishers. So if you're a kid trying to make games for Roblox, you have two choices. You can hustle and try and get your game in front of streamers or YouTubers, or you can pay Roblox to advertise it. And so tons of Robux don't ever make it off the platform. Instead, they just go round and round with Roblox taking cut after cut. That's right, it's not enough that Roblox discourages you to withdraw Robux into cash. They actually strong arm you to spend your Robux to have a fighting chance at having your game be discovered. It's tactics like these that have helped Roblox Corporation reach a $41 billion valuation when they went public earlier this year. And along with this came investors, business forecasts, and ambitious plans of taking what Roblox had been and skewing it towards becoming something else entirely. A metaverse. Zuckerberg, Roblox, and crypto. What do all of these have in common? While the answer may not be self-evident, by digging just a little bit deeper, it becomes clear that while you and I are living our day-to-day -day lives, there is an insane rush among tech companies in securing the number one spot on a market that has yet to be created. The metaverse refers to a virtual world where everything we do is connected. The term was coined in the 1992 science fiction novel Snow Crash, written by Neil Stevenson, although the general concept of a cyber world had already been touched on before. Throughout the years, this idea has attracted many storytellers to put their own spin on it. Whether we look at Tron, The Matrix, Ready Player One, what all of these stories have in common is the other world, the virtual reality which eventually becomes the primary realm for humanity in which everything is interconnected. In 2014, when Facebook bought Oculus for $2 billion, it put a giant question mark on everybody's minds. Why was a social network investing in virtual reality? But even back then, Mark Zuckerberg's vision was clear. In the acquisition announcement, he stated, and I quote, After games, we're going to make Oculus a platform for many other experiences. Imagine enjoying a courtside seat at a game, studying in a classroom of students and teachers all over the world, or consulting with a doctor face to face just by putting on goggles in your home. Fast forward to 2021 and Facebook is still struggling to find the right way to make this a reality. In a recent investor conference call, however, Mark Zuckerberg has come out and directly addressed his plan in this direction. Uh, so what is the metaverse? It's, um, you know, it's a virtual environment we can be present with people in, in digital spaces. And uh, you're gonna be able to access the metaverse from all different devices and different levels of fidelity, from, from apps on phones and PCs to um, immersive virtual and augmented reality devices. Uh, within the metaverse, you're gonna be able to hang out, uh, play games with friends, work, creation, avatars, and, and digital objects are gonna be central to how we express ourselves. And this is gonna lead to entirely new experiences 
and economic opportunities. But while Facebook has the budget and the technology, what they lack is the public interest. The prototype they've come up with, titled Facebook Horizon, has been widely criticized for being just boring. Why would anyone put on VR goggles to take part in a conference meeting and look at some virtual PowerPoint presentation? Meanwhile, Roblox is taking a much more organic approach. They've already got the infrastructure, the virtual open world that developers are already building on, and they're slowly integrating activities like birthday parties or concerts. 33 million users attended a Little Nas X concert last November in Roblox. And granted, they're not the only ones doing this. We can also look at Fortnite with the virtual concerts they're holding. But Roblox seems to currently be the leader in terms of numbers. And the more people get immersed in the virtual world, the more commercial interest will flood this field. Just a few weeks ago, footwear company Vance announced their partnership with Roblox, creating a virtual experience that pushes the boundaries of what advertising looks like. At this rate, ads will soon no longer be videos that you skip to watch content, but rather they will become the content, being actively sought out and eagerly consumed. This Roblox Vans experience foreshadows exactly that. But there's one thing that all of these entities, Facebook, Fortnite, Roblox, are missing, and that's decentralization. You can't have a metaverse if it's entirely owned by a corporation. That's like if the internet was owned by Disney. It simply goes against the very definition of the concept. So this is where blockchain technology has the competitive advantage. Projects like Decentraland or The Sandbox, where you can actually own a part of the metaverse, feel a lot closer to what the future might hold. These ventures have nowhere near enough users to be taken seriously just yet, but they've clearly innovated the space. With such a project that is not outright owned by any one entity, no longer do you have to depend on the exchange rate for Robux, or be at the mercy of a curator who decides if a game or experience you've programmed even sees the light of day. A 75% cut for Roblox is straight up outrageous when you consider the potential scenario of a decentralized metaverse. This, however, opens up further questions in turn. During a talk for VentureBeat titled The Ethics of the Metaverse, leading academic on video games Richard Bartle of the University of Essex stated that the metaverse could be a digital paradise or the most addictive thing ever created. So while all of this is fascinating to me and I look at the development of this field with great interest, I wouldn't say I'm eager to plug my brain into a machine and let myself be swept away into the metaverse just yet. As is the case with any new technology, proceeding with caution should be the rule of thumb. I have my doubts though that caution will come before commercial incentive. But what do you guys think? Are you excited about this potential future or do you find it completely alarming? Let me know in the comments below. And if you enjoyed this video, I recommend you check out a previous one that I did on deep fakes and how machine learning is shaping the way we consume entertainment. Click up here in the corner. As always, thank you for watching and we'll see you again very soon.